Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Lattle has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Oh, nothing. How are you? I'm great. Good. How's life? Good, man. Good. No, no problems? Living the living the good life? <laughs> yeah, man. We're looking for that house with the pool inside? Yeah. Snow Cone's got pink eye again. No, he doesn't. Well, he's trying to pretend like he doesn't. He's like, I don't get something in my eye. eye. I don't have pink eye. I got something in my eye. I can feel it in my eye. Okay. People who are on Twitch will know that earlier... Snow cone under his bed said, I hope I don't have pink eye again. That's, that's well, what he said. Well, it's always a concern, but I have something it's, in it's my eye. It's always a concern. It's always Rub a concern. Rubbing poo in your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Look, I don't man, think I've had I have it, but my fun, have. you have your fun, okay? Yeah. Oh, you guys don't watch Billions. No. No, I watch Obsession like everyone else. Well, in the last episode, Jim one of the greatest characters, Wags. Mm-hmm. No, but th- that show's so great. But he, his girlfriend, who's much younger than him, he's just a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to a baby shower. Okay. And one of the things is the they rub chocolate in a diaper, right? And then the girls, like, eat out of the diaper, and they have to sure. say what kind of chocolate it is. Sure. And he's standing there looking at it, and his girlfriend's like, oh, my God, this is gross to you. And he's like... And then they do a little bit more of eating the chocolate out of the diaper, and then the girl's like... Uh, Oh, you're freaking out. I'm so sorry I took you. He's like, I got to get outside. But then she comes to their house later, and he's got a box full of diapers and chocolate. And he's like, something came out of me. It was just great. So she's like, wait. So they're so all sexual deviants? I thought Paul Giamatti was supposed to be the sexual. He is, for sure. Okay, but the other guy wants his girlfriend to eat chocolate out of a diaper. Right. It was funny because it was like a quick five-minute part of the episode, but it, you know, it was like he had... It, you know, had never experienced no, anything never, like this. I've right? never experienced it. I've never. And thought he was of like, it. "It's released this animal in me." I would place that squarely in the category of things that aren't safe to bring up to your. It's funny because that one. was the kind of thing like he brought up to her, and she's like, "You sick, right? You're disgusting." Yeah, I think that's probably like, the reaction Aw. you get. 
Now, look, maybe you could ask your wife after you've been married for a bunch of years and you know her really well. I, I don't know. But that seems like one of those things that you'd put in that do not ask category. Right. I think if you're into really crazy stuff, and I say crazy, it's all relative, I suppose. But if you're into something very specific and you need it every time. Right. I'm thinking of bondage, I guess, because there's people that I know are into that and they, they need to tie up their partner at the very least or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have things installed in their homes. If that's your thing, I think you find someone who's also into that, and there's websites for that. I assume that's how that works. I don't know. Maybe someone on Twitch could tell me that I'm wrong. Maybe someone on Twitch has a thing, and they've just had to ask someone that they met off Bumble, like, do you think you could be into this thing? But I know that there's websites for I think if you're into that bondage. specific thing, you probably you meet it's them that just way, right? not a Bumble meet. You meet them that way. But I think if, you say, like, there's got to be BDSM websites where you meet are. other people who are into it. I know it. one of them. I used to know one of them. Was called, it's called, like, and maybe this is everything. I think it's called Fet Life or something. Oh, I think fetish I've heard life? of that. I've heard That's of right. it. That's right. So maybe yeah, they yeah. do more than just bondage because that thing sounds like it would just be any fetish. But I've heard of people using that before to meet other bondage. But the way members. they brought this up was funny in the sense that he had never known that he was into it right. until he saw it at this baby shower. Right. And he was like, all right. And then she was like, you sick. And then, then he goes and talks to the psychologist or the psychiatrist, right? And tells her what it is, you know, what he's into and how she responded. Oh, oh, so he's telling a psychiatrist that he wants chocolate being eaten out of right, diapers? Right, because the girl turned him down. So okay. then he goes to the psychiatrist at the workplace, who they're really good friends. And he tells her what happened, the whole story. And then he goes back to his house that night. And the girl's got diapers out and oh, chocolate. that's sweet. No, because then he goes, oh, my God. Like, you're into this or whatever? And she goes, well, I talked to Wendy, the psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And Wendy said that this is j- it's nothing to be weird. It's just a fetish for you because uh, basically, like, you feel disgusting and that there's no reason why I should love you and I want to tell you that I love you and you feel inadequate and this is a way to degrade me, so let's get this on. And he just goes... You have just turned me into a wet macaroni noodle. The great thing about magic is not knowing the trick. And yep. then he left. Yep. You can't go. You can't. <laughs> right. You can't dig too deep into those <laughs> right. things. You really can't. He was like, well, now you told me all that and I feel horrible. So he just left. I've there never heard of the chocolate in the diaper before. Me neither. But I've but heard them do it at of. baby showers. Where they, that they do yeah. chocolate and diapers? I've yeah. never, never heard of that. If you told me that, that, that they do something with chocolate and diapers, I would think it's a bachelorette party. I get the baby... Being involved, but it seems like a gross, ridiculous thing to do. So maybe do it at a bachelorette party. But yeah, I've never heard of that at a baby right. shower before. But there's got to be people who are into something, and I'm sure they've met people on websites. They've gone to those websites to meet them. But at some point, they meet someone somewhere else. Whether it's at work, maybe you, uh, maybe it's just on social media. Like a lot of people, someone starts flirting with you. You're not going to say, "I can't be interested in this person because they might not be interested." In right. BDSM. It's not how you're, um, at least a man's brain works. He thinks, I got to investigate this and see. If they maybe, are. And maybe I can, and if they're not, maybe I could get them interested. Right. right? But that's. Uh, Why wouldn't they be interested? Yeah. I don't know how you build that uh, that bridge or how you broach such a subject. I mean, Snowcone won't share any of his secrets with me, but. What? I mean, wh- when you ask him, okay, so you're not into BDSM. But oh, you're into, no. you, but you are into the pink eye thing. Do you ask, or do, I, think. I don't know how else to describe it. Everyone knows what it is. Would you? And you're not uh, alone. Obviously, it's very popular with the generation. Do you ask? Do you say first, "Hey, are you into this? Do you want me to do this, or do you just do it?" 
Because I'm sure if you just do it at some point, someone has tapped you out and told you, no, don't do that. You kind of just, uh, you know, oh, oh, you kind of gradually move your way there. Move your way there. Wait a second. <laughs> so then you have been tapped out. You have to have been. Uh, yeah. Someone had to have told you, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Like multiple times. No. What? No. You're telling me that the, the vast majority of the time. I don't do it all that much. It's, it's with Snow like, Cone, it's, you've said many times it's your favorite thing or well, one of your favorite things. And it you, it's part of your repertoire that you do it. <laughs> it's part of your recital. It's part of your yeah. show. Yeah. So if that's the case, either just about everybody is into it. And I don't mean just about like 51% or more. You're saying you've, you, there hasn't been multiple times that people told you don't do that. Then that that's crazy to me. I would think that there. I mean, I would think even if you're not trying it's to do not that, like don't do that. It's like you 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 just get the the vibe that you know, like they tense up. Yeah, they, yeah, they're not into it. You know, yeah, they squeeze their they, legs around no, you, and no, it's like <laughs> that's the know, same as tapping out. No, they like you know they'll move a little bit. It's it's, it's <laughs> like I, they I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, apparently not. That to me sounds like tapping out. If you're no clinching or out. if you're no no is tapping out, they don't, it, they're not literally tapping you on the head. No, but they they're are. Saying, don't it is do a tap out. It is still a tap. It's literally a tap out if they go like, hey. Well, that doesn't happen move, often, okay? If they clinch, mm-hmm. if they move. Has it happened? Sure. It doesn't happen often. Somebody's tapped out to something you wanted? Well, his favorite thing. He's saying the, his favorite thing. What's his favorite thing? The pink eye thing. Oh. That uh, thing. Oh, that, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. That's a tap out for sure. Well, but it's not. He's saying that it's no, only it's happened maybe happened. once. It's, it's happened, but that it ra- it's rare to yeah. happen. Yeah. I would think even if a person's into it, there's a, a chance that maybe this is not the perfect moment for it. You've been out drinking all night. Mm-hmm. It's summertime. Well, that is the perfect moment for it. <laughs> I, I, I can't. By the way, that would be the only moment it, if I was just hammered. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I can't imagine just rolling in on a Thursday sober After brunch. Like, let me do that. Like, no thanks. <laughs> or before brunch, as you're getting ready to go. I would out have there. to be so ha- and be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, th- again, I have my fun. You have yours. Yeah, hey, that's fine. You don't have to be. Now hammered, the problem right, with the diaper, shaming right now. The diaper and the chocolate is that that I knew where they were headed in the scene, right? Yeah, and I was like, all right, I would not be into that at all. And again, not king shaming. He was into it. It was fine. My fear would be if I were into that or if I went to a baby shower and that turned me on, it wouldn't be enough. Well, right. I'd want it to go further. What is it and about this like, that I like? Oh, boy. It's simulating something. Right. Do I have and a then I'd be like, well, how do I get put it in a diaper? No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. Exactly. So now where do we go from here? Because right. So that might be something I just lock down and try yes. my best to never think about again. Yes. Like, I I'm think not so going to think about it. If you go, oh, that worked, you go like, oh, God. Right. That now, worked. because every step is one more. Note to self. Exactly. Right? Remind me not to do that again. Right. Or and then you wouldn't be able to, though. Yes. Because I mean, every time you got be... back, if it was your thing, every time you got back in bed, you'd be like, do that thing again. Of course. Once do you start it, again. once you start it, so just don't. But for the people who, I think there's plenty of things that you can do. Although I can go in like, you know, weeks. Without eating chocolate of a diet? No, no, no. Well, no, of course not. I can't go that long. I mean, I can go weeks into something that, I, like something happens, and then you're into it. Oh. And you go like two weeks, and then I'm like, all right, I'm, that, I've really? kind of played this out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that I'm like that. Maybe, maybe someone I've been with could tell me, yeah, you. Do I mean like I'll be like, this has so. to happen every time, and then I'll be yeah. like, oh, like you know, two weeks, a month, maybe. I'm like, all right, I played that out. Let me, something else has got to come up. Interesting. I think my must. It doesn't have to be further in that vein. It, could just, right. it has to be something, something else, something different, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think most of my must haves are. Fairly, you know, semi-permanent at least. They mm. seem to stick around. I guess there could be like, 
I, don't, I really can't. I can't think of anything where it's like, that's interesting, where it would be like a couple weeks, and I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over this. Yeah. It's too much, too fast. Yeah. I'm good, I'm or done. Or even just like, it seems silly now. Like, right. You know what I mean? So yeah, right. that happens to or me a lot. it seems silly now. Yeah. Well, I feel that every time I'm uh, But you done. know what I mean? Like, I okay, well, you know, I'm, already, I'm past. Like, it was something I'd never done before. I mean, like, anything. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. You move like it. Like playing sports or something. Like, it. man, I've never played badminton before. Yeah. You're like, really into badminton. You're watching badminton on YouTube. This is yeah. really fun. And then after two weeks, you're like, I don't care if I ever see another badminton yep. birdie thing in my life again. Yep. So that's really how it is for me a lot of times. Yeah. Now, there's things that are permanent. Yeah. But there's other things that have just come and gone over the years. You're like, yeah, I'm not really that into that. That was a that was an odd phase. I'd have to look back at my... I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are, too, but I really can't think what it is. I understand the progression of something. Sure. Like, you know, it's a little bit further... But I, I, as far as I Mo can girl think, says it she just, gets it on a Twitch. Like she gets, she understands what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying too. Hey, I went through the darts thing. Right. For me, it was darts. It was like I was all in. I bought dartboards. Right. I played yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this? And I stopped. But as far as sex, I'm not sure. I have to right. keep. I have to keep. You know, maybe one day. But I'll, I know I'll people are saying try new things. Code. That's true. You've done but it. But mine Shut isn't. Like, I've done it. Mine isn't like. Oh, I want to try new things. That's fine. Mine will be like. I tried this new thing. And I have to do it every time. Right. That's what I'm saying. But then after a couple of weeks, I could be like, all right, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. But for a couple of weeks, I'll be like, I need to do this. I'd like to find more of those things. Yeah, of course. Sometimes when they hit, you're I'm like, always wow, on the prowl. that's would be crazy. Great. I never thought I'd been, okay. No kidding. It would be awesome. I mean, I wish you could take a pill that says this week you're into this and this week you're into this. That would be amazing. Well, you're not into sweating anymore, but there's a phase where you're like, you wanted your girlfriend to go jog before you had sex. But No, I mean, I, I do still like that she But you sweats. don't make her go like jog her, and stuff. I like her sweat. Well, like, like, you if were she really did, into it. Right, but I think I kind of still am. Like, if she were to get hot and sweaty again, that would add to my pleasure. Saying you for a couple weeks there, you told us like you would tell her go run or something, exercise. <laughs> I want yeah, you to be sweaty, but now you're not doing that anymore. So if that thing came back, yeah, I wouldn't be like let's never do that again. But I'm not like what like you were for a couple weeks. We're like you have yeah to do push-ups. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Now you're not yeah. like that. But if she did push-ups, you'd be into it. Same thing. Yeah. But for a while there, you were like. Sweat. I need you to sweat. I still need her to sweat. But I guess maybe <laughs> I, I did get rid of the exercise equipment in the living room. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? All right, well, there's a couple things I want to get to, uh, including uh, an article that was talking about stuff that I guess you already know there's things that we're not supposed to say anymore because your kids' generation say we're not supposed to. Okay. But first, I, I heard Nick earlier. They were getting real worked up on the show talking about mm-hmm. Bill Belichick and New England. Like, what's the problem with New England? Is he a bad coach? Right, because the team is bad, and if you have a bad quarterback and you make these bad decisions, like what did he do? They said they he turned an offensive coordinator into a defensive coordinator, or vice versa. I don't remember which, but anyhow, uh, it was a debate about that. And so then Nick said something about Mac Jones, or I guess not Mac Jones specifically, but the New England Patriots stats. And I don't know if this is true. I tried to look it up, but I rewound it to make sure that's what he said. How many drives do you think it's been, Lazlo? That or how? Yeah, how many drives has New England had the ball? How many drives? Okay. Since they scored a touchdown. I'm, and I'm just trying to think, like, what if you asked me that number out of the blue, that question out of the blue, what I would think is a lot. I would guess that, like, 15 would be a ton, right? If you went 15 drives without a touchdown, I, I don't know. That seems like a ton. That would be seems my like guess. A lot. Right? What would, you, what would be your guess, Snow Cone? Not I mean, the much fact that you're sports. asking leads me to believe that it's been a long time. Yeah, so, they, they only so, scored like three points in the last two games or something. Yeah, I mean, right? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the least last yeah, person to know, but yeah. I would say 13. What do you 12, think? Okay, I'll go on them. 34. What? 30, Jesus. That's what they said. Christ. I rewound it to listen. Twitch, you were watching. 
they said 34 drives since last touchdown. Oh, and, and within those 34 drives, the defense has gotten three touchdowns from turnovers. So there's been touchdowns, just okay. not for the Patriots. 34 drives. I don't follow the Patriots all that closely. I well, had no I idea this guy was so finally, bad. Whether Belichick's a good coach or bad coach, I think we can finally put to bed the argument of yeah. who, who was more it? important. Who yeah. was it, Brady or Belichick? Well, let's look. If Brady went to obvious. one team, yeah. another team, and won a Super Bowl, and In then the and brought that second team that wasn't nearly as good mm-hmm. yeah. all the way to going, and the defense gave up a long pass and a field goal to kick them out. Not his fault. So and Belichick's nothing been below five hundred. Yeah, I mean, nothing I don't, I don't Brady. think they've had anything. Cl- I don't know what the best season would be since since he left. But I, I've thought of them every year as a very beatable team. Right? They and just that seem dude like rode a, his coattails. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And he was a bad coach before that. Yeah, that's my. I mean, we know that like Cleveland. Yes. 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 Right? yes. Yeah. yeah. He was head coach in Cleveland, and I, and, and I mean, then he had Saban right? with him. It, oh, yeah. And right. Saban went to Miami. He was a bad coach there. Some people yeah. are just better college coaches. Sure. Although I think that. some of those guys are starting to be exposed. But that's a, a long story. I- exposed for? Um, I think guys are really good in college, some of them, uh, because they're real dictators. And so when you get to college, they basically own you. I can bench you. Yeah. I can have you not play. I can do whatever I want to you because you're here. And you have to stay here because you signed this thing. Now we're starting to see some of those coaches who acted like that not be as good because the players can be like, uh, okay, except I'm leaving. Yeah. Right? I'm, you don't own me anymore. And we sense. saw Urban Meyer try to do that in the NFL. Yeah. And the NFL players were like, um, you don't know what you No, yeah. I make more than you. I'm a man. <laughs> right. I have women. Like I heard, you know, Shannon Sharp say that, like, you can't do what Urban Meyer's trying to do in the NFL before he even got fired. But he's like, if he were to talk to me like that, I'd punch him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man. I make plenty of money. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. Who the hell are you? Right. He's like, I literally would punch him. And you have agents? And like the NFL players, they're like, you know, hey. Yeah. You know, and I think guys like Andy Reid get a ton of respect because they're smart. They care about their players, right? I think they're stern. Don't yeah. get me wrong. That You know, they say Andy Reid works them harder than anybody. But you just can't. You can't talk. And in college, you used to be able to do that. And now I think you're getting to the point to where college players are like, well, I'll just leave. I don't care. I'll right. make a million dollars at another school. I think that's a big problem for some college coaches. No, it makes sense. And there's been, I mean, the list of college coaches who were great in college and they tried out the NFL and didn't work out. There's, there's quite a few. So the, yeah, the, the I'm belt, trying to think like the ones that did do it. I mean, Harbaugh was good. The ones who made it? Well, what's his who name? Who did uh, it in both? Uh, uh, Seattle. Uh, Pete Carroll. Carroll did it, right? Pete so. Carroll, Jim Harbaugh. But Boy, there's been a lot more who Jimmy haven't. Johnson, a lot more who haven't. A ton who right? haven't. The guys who were great who in were college. Really, really, that's what I'm saying. Not Saban, just like good college Steve coaches. Steve Spurrier. But, like, but, I mean, the list goes on. Guy guys from who Oregon. Great. What was his name? He was, went to Philadelphia. He took Andy oh, yeah, Reid's job. Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah. There's yeah. been a lot of them. But I didn't know. I mean, I, I think the, the Brady-Belichick debate is obviously unique because you're talking about the greatest football player of all time. So there, there really can only be, you know, one one debate here and it centers around those two specifically right but that debate surely it's now over. is over and also it's uh, over i mean there's no you can't even argue like it's not a it's not feasible to argue if brady would have went to tampa and failed yeah then maybe you'd still be able to have that argument but he didn't 
yeah. everything he did at Tampa was good. And people are like, well, he wasn't that great that singing. Well, he was a play away from going to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, and I think it also at least helps answer the debate about what would you rather have. Would you rather have yes. the the great quarterback or the great coach? Right. I think the great quarterback, you got a better chance. Yeah, of course you do. And, and I mean, there's so many variables in there. Okay, well, what do I get with the great coach? Do I get a good quarterback? You know, okay, right, of sure, course. fine. But if we're talking about, you know, I mean, just ideally, average, you'd like to have, yeah. have both. But, of course, yeah. you, that would be great. That right, would be absolutely right. wonderful. Hard to do. But I mean, Belichick, he may not be the worst coach in the NFL. He, he has, according to this, the worst quarterback in the NFL. Would you say that Mac Jones is the worst? As of right now, I'm just looking at this I mean, thing. They, they put them together. I had no idea the 34 drives without a touchdown, with three uh, defensive touchdowns in those drives. That's pretty bad. I, who do you think, if you said worst quarterback, and I maybe you're not thinking of him or I take him off the list, who would you say? Who would you put at the bottom? I mean, the Jets right quarterback is bad. Yes, yeah, He looks bad, but he's had a couple good game. games, which this guy hasn't. Right, and we're doing this based on these five weeks, right. right? So that's what they're looking at. They're as of right now. It's got to be Mac Jones, and then whatever that dumbass's name in in New York. Uh, which one? The Jets or the yeah, Giants? Because the they've got Daniel Jones oh, from he's the Giants. Too. Look, I know he hasn't been having a good year. I didn't know that he was at the bottom of the pack. I mean, they've yeah. got him second to last year. So, and I haven't been watching a lot of their games. I don't get to see a lot of the games, and I, I know that they've been losing. I know they got their asses kicked, but. I'm shocked. Last year, wasn't he better than average, slightly? Didn't people think he was better than average? Yeah. I mean, he went to the playoffs. Sure. In the beginning of the season, I felt like, oh, yeah. he might be a pretty good quarterback. They've got him below Dorian Thompson Robinson, who is the Cleveland Browns quarterback while Deshaun Watson is out. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's unfair. Because it's not his job? No, because, he's a rookie. Yeah, okay. And he was drafted in, like, the fourth round. He was really good. At UCLA, I think I think who could be something. I really do. I sure, think he's just weeks. not. Yeah, and he's not. Um, I you know they don't they didn't draft him in the first round because he was going to be a star. I think he's, he's the kind of guy that you know has to get some playing time and can be good. But I, I think that kid could be good. Well, DTR. Uh, yeah, I mean and that all makes sense, and it it is. We're so talking I hate about to, like somebody else in. said Russ Wilson. He's I, next. I don't like putting him in there either. I mean, 29. even if he's bad now, he was one of the greatest ever. So let's, you know, I feel like comparing him. They're just doing this season. I know, this season, but it still makes me feel bad. Well, Because I'm like, you really think Russ Wilson is as bad as Mac Jones? I mean, I guess no, but that's you, not I mean, what this, they're saying. I guess they're I saying know, the worst, but it still feels weird. The, the worst uh, quarterbacks for these five weeks. Last week, they when they did this list, Russ Wilson was at 21. He's now fallen to 29. Right. I mean, He's not having a good, good year. But all his passing numbers are really good. Uh, they give such a short description here. Which I don't know. You it know, just says that the curtains may officially that. be closing for Russ that Wilson. That whole thing just feels like a debacle he there. He was outdueled by his surnamesake during the matchup with the Jets this week, not to mention getting humiliated by his former coach in the process. Mm-hmm. With the exception of some garbage-time yardage and points, the Broncos quarterback did next to nothing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe, they're just, maybe this means this week specifically, that that's what And then you could at. make the other argument, like, on the other side of that, Okay, coach versus quarterback. Well, Russ leaves. He's not any good. And Pete Carroll somehow turns Geno Smith into a great quarterback. So maybe coaching does matter, and that would go even more towards the Brady-Belichick argument. Because now you got Pete Carroll like, 
whatever, man. Give me that dude from Lee Summit and Geno Smith. We'll go to the playoffs. <laughs> right. Like, you will? Yeah. Goddamn right we will. And it didn't take and people forever. people are just like, let Geno cook. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. All right. You know what I mean? And Geno yeah. clearly not as athletic as Russ, so. There's something to that. Right. There's I something think to that's like, a hey, good. Tail's a real good coach. Yep. Boom. Look at that. And then right. I, mean, I think it, I think you could start to make the argument that maybe Belichick is a below average mm-hmm. coach. You could. I think you could. I think you could. The Church of Laszlo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Well, I'm learning things that you're not supposed to say anymore. According to young people, I guess they're not even all that young anymore. I know every time we talk about generations, I'm like, how old are they? I don't remember. But, I mean, Gen Z is, is getting older, and I think they are the ones who apparently started this uh hey you should stop saying these things sure. you, you, what, what are you guys doing you've just been saying it for so long you you forgot that it's offensive and i don't know uh, some of these aren't shocking i've heard people say you shouldn't say them some of them i i don't say but uh i didn't know if, how your kids feel about this you don't have to tell me necessarily i don't want to make your kids look bad but i i feel like a lot of this stuff is like the first one on the list is one that i know i could guess if you said give me something that used to be said there's two things and both of them are homophobic one would be the F word, right? right? I know you don't say that. I feel like you've known that for a while. And then uh, the other one would be saying something is gay. I think I know, like, that's one I think I could come up with. I know that you don't say something's gay anymore. That's gay. I, that people are like, you hey, just don't do that. You know, uh, saying that it's negative, you're implying, right. you know, I and, I, and I totally get it. So that's the first one on the list, and that one doesn't surprise me so much. It's stuff like this where I start to go, oh man, like, I know I've heard of this stuff before, but I can't believe this is included in this article. You guys. You're not supposed to say you guys anymore. Oh, yeah, because there could be girls there? Yeah, because it's a gender thing. Right. I'm so confused by all that, though, because when you say, like, you know, the greatest man has ever achieved, or, I mean, that's supposed to be humankind, right? All, all men, which includes women. And I know that's what we were taught, and but right. I also Mankind. understand that maybe... Yeah, I also understand that... Humankind. Yeah, that maybe... Uh, you don't like it or you think that it should change. But saying you guys, I definitely do not think that when I say you guys, 
I am implying, dudes, I could be in a room I full think of women. A group of people, yeah. Exactly. And I could say, hey, guys, let's stop. I think we, I we're going a little think. far with that. That seems a little far, right? That's all I'm saying. I just, I, there's, I'm willing to, to, yeah, I think if you're done, if you're performing at a concert and at the end of it you go, thanks, you guys, I don't think you're <laughs> right. Being, the women should hey, do it. has been a great night, Cleveland. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I don't think women are like, oh, we only think the guys. Right. I don't think they think that. No. So that's such a weird one. I mean, now you're picking out something. It's just, you're, you're putting definitions in language that don't really exist there because that's not how we use it. I understand you could say that the literal definition of a guy is a dude, a man, whatever, but that's not how you guys is used. No, I mean, so, but whatever. Right. I think words change meaning. Yeah. Another one, uh, and I have heard people say this, is that you should stop saying I'm so OCD or I'm totally OCD because you're not actually obsessive compulsive. How do you know? Obsessive compulsive is really bad. Well, and they say, Maybe like, I am. Just, I think that if, you just, if you just, Why? if you just like doing a few things, you know, if you say, oh, I'm OCD, I like my hair right, that that doesn't make you OCD I and you're I mislabeling can, well, what OCD is. I don't think it's offensive, but, but I get the point. I don't. I don't it bothers me. And all. it's me. Well, if I say, Stoke on your OCD, I think that might be rude. What if, what if the, I just say, man, I am so OCD, I'm allowed to self-diagnose. <laughs> well, yeah, there's it's that. It's me. Yeah. I'm, allowed, I'm saying it, it's me. Would it be similar if you said, you know, I feel like I'm bipolar today? Yes, exactly. Yeah. If you and say, I think you could. If you say, I'm, I, you know, man, man I, my I'm, just, I'm totally bipolar. And, and, and it's exactly the same, they're saying. That, no, you're not actually bipolar. You, you don't have manic depression. Mm-hmm. You don't have any of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. You've never been diagnosed, no. whatever. You don't have obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm allowed to self-diagnose. Really thing, and yeah. you're belittling what OCD I'm not offended by it, but I get it. Okay, then what about you? Say, God, I'm so stupid. They're like, no, yeah. you're not stupid. Seems like that would be. We the know next we saw your right. your high school grades. You're offending your stupid people. Now you're really offending stupid people right, because yeah. they're really a medical stupid. diagnosis. Well, I think a low IQ is a medical diagnosis. I mean, there's to some different, degree. But different it's not names something for that's it. diagnosed that you're suffering with every day, or people that are you know touching the door handle 47 times. Yeah, or people whatever. are stupid, suffer with it. Don't they're, they? they're saying that. Oh, I mean, diagnosis. you would know. I don't know. What's it feel like to be stupid? <laughs> they're, they're saying that you're downplaying. This whole conversation makes me think that you know. You've got a firm grasp like on I said, stupidity. Not offended by it, but I get it. They're That's saying all. that you're downplaying the diagnosis. So if someone does actually have obsessive compulsive disorder and they That's say, it. "Well, I have OCD," then people are like, "Everybody does, right? We're, right. Oh, we're right. all OCD about stuff." That's, and that you're downplaying it. what it actually is because it can be a really debil- debilitating uh, thing. But I, get I think that. that's. I'm with Laz on this one. Like, it's dude, ridiculous. Come on. Again, if you said it to somebody else because they were doing something over and over, you'd be like, "You're so goddamn OCD." I understand. They could be like, "One, I'm not OCD. Two, right." I, I, sure. By the way, it wouldn't bother me. Right. But if you made that argument, but for you to say, I'm OCD. Yeah. Well, who are you to tell me I'm not? Yeah. I, Literally, I, you telling I, me I'm not is offensive. It just seems like such a weird thing to be offended by anyway. If you say, I am actually obsessive compulsive. If you go to your, your employer and say, well, I'm obsessive compulsive, I, I, I'm medicated for it or whatever, we know now that this is not the same. When you're approaching me and saying, I'm obsessed, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. That's not the same as someone saying, sorry, I'm OCD. I want to get these pins in the right place over here. For, for now, but I think if people keep saying that and it becomes more general and more general well, have, that everyone I mean, thinks they, everyone they has it. Everyone so when you say it. I'm OCD, people want to take it seriously. I, I would agree that everyone says it. I think people already do. Right, and if you keep going down I'll that road, it. that's such, why they're saying to stop saying it. But I'm saying we're already down that road, and if someone comes to me and says I have a I don't care about any of this. Disorder, I'm a lot, it's whatever. my body. I can self-diagnose. Can right. no, yeah, no one's saying you can't and, say well, it. Well, they're, they're saying, saying we shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah, you well, shouldn't. But people that's are, the whole thing about it. Of course, of course you can say it, but people well, you can... Well, you can say anything. You can say right. the F word and the N word, but you shouldn't. I'm saying this ain't the same. Saying I'm OCD and throwing around the N word are not the same. Well, absolutely not, of course. But people can still judge you for saying it. That's fine. All right, the next one is man up. 
And I've, I, yeah, I guess I have heard talk about that. Maybe I've also just heard talk about how we need to change how we raise boys and stop with the, you know, suppress your feelings all the time and don't show emotions because that's very unhealthy. And then we get these angry men and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, remember the Gillette well, commercials. You're not supposed to say man up you're to not men? Say man up. Expression. Well, you're anyway, to say to women. Just, just don't say it in general. Don't say man up because it's implying that. That that whole thing that they've talked about with the stop, we've got to stop telling guys and people in general that men are supposed to act a certain way and imply oh, that man, man up. That reminds means a me, thing. I had an ex. We were at a pool one time, and there were some kids there, and we we're talking to them and their parents. And the kid was, you know, a cute kid. And I said, "Oh, he's going to be a lady killer." And my ex got so mad at me for saying that. Because really? he would kill because, I, because, I, because I said he's going to be a lady killer. Like why though? What was the reason? I think was it, was, it like a homicide? I think thing, no. I think it was because like I'm, I'm implying that he was going to be a straight boy and, and not. Oh. And I think that's how I took it. But she got so mad that I said he's going to be a lady killer. Well, not that he was actually going to kill women. Right. I know. I was just curious. Like what, right. what was it? But I think it was more. Now, I've like, heard all this ridiculous stuff he's now. What blew my mind? Yeah. You're saying he's going to seduce. Well, women. you can still be gay and a lady killer. Yeah. You could. I Ladies guess. could fall for him. Like you're not. You're not uh, making a judgment on uh, his sexuality. Maybe, maybe just saying, the guy's a lady killer. Like ladies love him. That's what it means, yeah. right? It just reminded me of. I thought that could be on the list, and I, I thought it was so ridiculous that she got so mad. About yeah, it. it's kind of, well, and the man up thing I think makes a little. No, I'm not saying yeah. that I agree with it, but it makes a little more sense. It go, goes along with that whole quit telling guys. Boom, boom on the tweet says there's no different than heartbreaker. Exactly. Yeah. You're not saying right. He's definitely straight. Right. You're just saying that guy right. is like, exactly. gonna be a heartbreaker. A, exactly. If the kid grows up to be gay, whatever. That's fine. Right. I'm just saying he's right. gonna be a heartbreaker. I'm saying What's he's a good looking kid. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that with a good personality. I can't yeah. go down. People are gonna road. like him. That's it. I can't go down that road with her. That seems totally. I would tell her to man up. Yeah, man up. Exactly. Man up, bitch. All right, the next one. I've not heard people say this, but I guess it makes sense. You're not, I don't say it anyway, but you're not supposed to say spirit animal anymore. Like, you know. I think it's just that, That's my general. spirit animal. I mean, right. It does sound. I, that, I, I don't use it. Spirit animal. You're not you're like, that's my animal? spirit animal. They're saying it's, it's disrespectful dumb. to indigenous culture. Because, because they have spirit oh, animals? because they actually had spirit animals? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I assume that's where it comes from. They're talking about indigenous people that it, it's, it's uh, let me see what well, they Why say. can't I have we a spirit animal? We should respect the cultural values and traditions and paramount using spirit animal casually without understanding its indigenous roots isn't in line with the ethos of appro- okay. appreciation and like understanding. People that say that's my spirit animal, the same people that say uh, live in the dream when you ask how they're doing. It's, yeah. just, it's just dumb to me. Or, or okay, but it doesn't fur baby. I'm a fur baby. Yeah, I'll, not a fur mommy. Yeah, I have fur, fur babies. Yeah. I have fur babies. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, I agree, but whatever. Now I don't, I don't see how one. that would be offensive. This says you are wow. not supposed. Hey, is- look, there's a fox. It's my spirit animal. Why would people be like, Jesus Christ, man? Do you know how offensive that is? Like, what? Yeah. I, I, it's too far. I, I think that one's definitely it's on the still, side. It's too far. It's, it's just, you're a little too sensitive, guys. Yeah. The next one, this reminds me of that singer. What's her name? She had she put out a song and then had to change it immediately because Lizzo, she said spaz. spaz. Was it Lizzo? Well, Lizzo okay. and Beyonce both did. Now, this is not spaz, but it reminds me of that because they're saying you should no longer say, that's lame. Oh, because there's actually lame people? Yeah, yeah. It says language evolves, uh, and what once was common can now be seen in different light. Using Mm. lame to describe something unfavorable is not in tune with today's more empathetic uh, vernacular. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess that's in line with the that's gay, that's you're a spaz. That's uh, lame. That's dumb, right? Because doesn't... Which one's dumb? Does dumb mean that you don't talk, or... 
Yeah, dumb means you don't talk, right? Yeah, I think you're mute. You're mute, yeah. I but it used to be dumb. They would say they would they're, say dumb, they're yeah. dumb, well, and then it got changed. Rigid. That's lame, because I just looked up lame to make sure. Mm-hmm. Lame, and the thing. second part of that definition is uninspiring and dull. Right, of course. So, I mean, it's been... That's the definition. Been, yeah, it's been used in language that way for a long time. They're saying, yeah, language can evolve, blah, 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 but... If we go back and look at the, the roots of these things, maybe we should. Yeah, but it has and changed. So that's as language changes, it has a definition. That's my thing. Just like dumb. So I when think- I say this is lame at a concert, you, mm-hmm. by context clues, can assume that I don't mean this concert can't walk. Right. Right. Yep. It's, it's, it sucks just like a We're person who can't walk. We're context clues in the fourth grade, right. so yeah. it's fine. Words change. Or it's bad right. just like a person who can't walk. It's ridiculous. Hey, and- guys. We have 100 viewers on Twitch. Just there one you time. go. Right. Viewers. And I bet... Uh, oh, lame. <laughs> the word dumb could be uttered a billion well, times Look at all these other people. They got 1.5K. We got 100. This is lame. This show is lame. You, they could Uninspired. <laughs> dull. dull. It's pretty gay. Uh, <laughs> right. And we should, it should seriously man up at some point. It, I bet you could. Someone could say the word "dumb" a billion. We or the, just the word "dumb." If we if we had a, a grand computer that knew everyone that's saying it in the world today, a billion times that word could be said, and no one was using it to talk about someone who is mute. Right? I mean, that's an ultimate definition of a word changing meanings. No one says "dumb" to talk about someone who can't speak anymore. No, it's just not a thing. People no. say "dumb," they're saying "I don't like it." It's stupid. It's silly. It's well, you can bad, say it about whatever. a person though. That person's dumb. Yeah. Exactly. And I that's like more them. close to the original meaning. I guess closer. right, but, right. You but know no I mean? one is closer. thinking. Right, yeah, but and no I'm, one thinks that you mean it right. literally. And like I that. bet even and you wouldn't say no. But you mean this person's dumb, which is closer to mute, not worth, not as opposed to saying to. this yeah. thing. This is place dumb. is dumb. This yeah. place right. is dumb. I mean, the same thing. Like if a kid was, you know, or even an adult was whatever was bad at athletics or something. You're like, look at this lame-o. Right. It's closer to the original meaning than you are. And I understand that. By the way, don't care if you say either one of them. Just telling you that I think dumb yes, is closer I, to the yeah. original meaning than some of these we have gotten to. Uh, the next one, this is talk about sensitive. They're saying you should not tell people it's just a phase. I'm not mm. to say that anymore because you're invalidating. I'm so tired of hearing validate and invalidate. Yeah. and You're invalidating someone's experience or feelings. That's a no-go. Whether it's about sexuality, personal choices, or hobbies, the sentiment today is to approach topics with empathy and respect. So you should not say it's just a phase. Now, I understand that if your kid comes to you and says, I think I'm gay... I don't think, personally, the best response to that is, it's just a phase. I get it. But to say that we should no longer say, it's a phase anymore, that's uh, so I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, be like, hey, don't you know, commit to anything. I, 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 I'm fine Could with just that. Be a phase. I get it. Sure. Who knows? It's I want okay. you to be happy. It's I support okay you anyway. Yeah. It's, okay it's okay if it's a phase, phase right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Whatever. Yeah. And if it's not? And if it's not, that's okay. fine, that's too. fine too. Yeah. Um, I think the same way. If they come home and say they're straight, be like, could be a phase, bro. I've always liked Laszlo's take on, you know, are you born gay or do you choose to be gay? It doesn't matter. It doesn't what, matter. What like, does we matter? have this who argument cares? all the time. Like, who cares? Yeah, I've never cared. I'm allowed to. And you can't. You cannot tell me that no one has ever chosen to be gay. That's ridiculous. Of course they have. Of course. Of course they have. Or, or, or you know. And, that doesn't and mean yeah. the majority of people are. No. no. But, but of course they have. You but can if choose, they did but choose at the end to, of the day, right. it doesn't matter. If you choose to be gay, choose to be gay. That's right. fine. Right. All right. If you're born gay, you're born. Why don't you argue about it? Who cares? Exactly. You're just gay. I don't care how you got there. Right. I don't really care that you are. So who cares? Like what? That they all those arguments are always so dumb to me. They want it like, to well, be you, genetic. You, right. You know, it's got to be hard coded into right. your you're DNA. You're born gay, and then and the other side, like, no, it. you choose to be gay. I'm like, 
What Who cares? Does it They're make? just gay. Right. And I think we all agree most people probably are born and probably is genetic, but who cares? What? I, I don't I, mean, I don't know what that percentage is. Right. Right. I, I don't either. I, but if you told matter. me it was 90, 10, 75, 25. Sure. I don't know because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. No who matter. cares? And, and is it, you know, I can learn to be gay. Right. Who? Is it something I'm like I'm not gay until I met this guy and I'm learning to be gay. Right. Of who, course. Yeah. So I, you could choose, learn to be yeah, well, right. that, that's better thing. than the other. People get right. so upset about that, but they you do. can't, you know, Who like cares? you said, you, you can't tell me that no one chose to be uh-huh. gay. Agreed. And also, you can't tell me that no one saw something, experienced something, had something happen to them at some point in their life that started them down that path, right? That maybe, right. now look, is it possible that they would have already liked that anyway? Maybe. Sure, maybe. Or maybe it's because that thing that they saw at that moment or whatever had an impression on them and like, man. I, or maybe you know, I'm into that. Maybe uh-huh. they're not even gay. Maybe they met someone and they're attracted to that right. same sex person only. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's that called? That too, where you're just attracted to the, the, the is it pansexual or like I what is it when you're attracted to the, everyone, everything? Right. Everyone, everything. Right. So. But this could be just, hey, I'm not gay, but then all of a sudden in my forties I met this guy. I met Ryan Gosling. Or right. whatever, and now like I mean I have such a great relationship with him, I guess I'm gay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if I look at any other guy, I'm not into it at all. Well, I don't know. What's that thing? Then who cares? Yeah, I'm, attract- matter. I'm only attracted to this guy. Pursue yeah, your exactly. happiness. I don't care exactly where you put And your if it's a phase, you. that's cool too. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I'm gonna experiment with this gay thing. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. Right. I'm not sure if I am. Yeah. But you know trying it out. Freshman year in college. Whatever. Whatever. I just joined the Navy. Why not? <laughs> just joined the Navy. Perfect timing. <laughs> what do I care? Uh, Gen Z says you shouldn't say exotic anymore. You shouldn't label someone else as exotic, a, a person. You shouldn't say that, she, you know, oh, she's exotic. You shouldn't do that. Exotic because, looking? Yeah, she's exotic looking. Or, man, yeah, there's something about her. She's exotic. You're not supposed to say Why that. Why um, It says you're supposed to celebrate diversity uh, without positioning it as out of the ordinary. So, okay. I mean... Again, I think you're being a little sensitive here. Depending on where I live, someone could be exotic looking, right? Now, if I'm yeah, from where that think, person is from, then maybe it's I not might exotic. I might be exotic to the people, you know, somewhere else. You would right. Be. I think that's how it works. That's yeah. how it works, yeah, that's, right? That's, 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 that's exactly. Isn't it like this person looks like exactly. they're from somewhere, somewhere far off? Exactly. So right. I, Isn't that the definition? I this think thing so. looks like it's that's how it's that's an used. exotic parrot? What does yeah. it matter with, you know, America being a melting pot and we have, you know, lots of different cultures? Is that... I mean, maybe fewer things. people look There's exotic to you. But like, I'd be exotic if you know I went to China, I think. Yeah, but also depending on where you live. You know, I don't know. Be tall as hell. But if I saw a Chinese <laughs> yeah, person here, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> tall as hell. Giant. I, I They'd be, be giant, man. You'd be shocked when they find out that you're only 33. <laughs> uh, it says you're no longer Exotic. To- I just looked it up. Originating in or characteristics of a distant foreign country. Right. So... so yeah, and it says originating in. Thing. It doesn't yeah. even say you're not from here. It just says you're originating in. Right. You could be or th- characteristics of. That. Yeah. You're not saying, man. You look like you must be from somewhere else. You can. You can literally just think. Right. You look. You've got to look right. to you. That's character. not normal. Right. It's not average. It's, right. It's, it's exotic average. looking. You're yeah. exotic looking. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say not normal. That's no, not normal. Okay. No, you're not, not running the middle. What's normal here? Hey, there's a group. What's normal? normal? What's normal in America? The melting pot. No, I'm saying what's normal here, where I live, where I see everything. Someone walked in here. Who look completely different than three like from dorky African white tribe. guys? Just someone who looks exotic, and you go, "Wow, I don't right. see people that look someone like this." Someone with olive skin from Italy walked in here, be like, yeah. "That is exotic. exotic." Look at us. Like we look said, like we were all born in the Midwest. Country, okay. You'd be exotic. Walking by, people saying, "Oh, 
Right. And you're like, damn, they don't say that. That's exotic. You're not, you're not normal, is what. Well, I think it's yeah. Yeah, you look different than oh, most than the, of the normal. people around. Yeah, than the, the norm. Okay. Than the average I'm not saying Joe. normal's good. No, you just, just don't look the normal norm. around here. Okay. Yeah, you stand mm. out. And now there's times when you could be pointing out that someone's standing out in a bad way, for sure, obviously. But I don't know. I mean, also, who says? Do people say to their face, "Oh my gosh, you're so exotic"? I know that they. I think they you'd probably say you're exotic do, looking. But, but I would think most of the time it's used to describe someone when they're like, you know, like watching TV or flipping through a magazine or whatever. I think you talking can about say a celebrity. About someone, she has an exotic even look that to you her. know. Yeah, yeah. You'd be I like, know. oh, what you know? They say you shouldn't. That say girl you're anymore. dating, man, she's exotic looking. Where's she from? And uh, you'd be like, you know, Philadelphia. You're not supposed right? to and say. You'd be like, oh, okay. What's the, I don't understand the difference. You're not supposed to say you're too sensitive anymore, which is funny because this, obviously they know that this whole time we're reading this, we're just like, well, quit being so damn sensitive. But you're not allowed to say that either. Don't say you're too sensitive. Uh, you're not supposed to say that's so first world. Well, that's weird. I mean, I wouldn't anyway, but that seems like something that a younger generation would be, they'd be the ones using it. That's not something boomers were saying. Oh, that's so first world. It's boomers just ignoring don't say the that. fact that they're first world and second world. Wasn't that like country. a thing of right. first world problems? Was, yeah, first and privilege. World problems. First yeah. world privilege, right. too, right? So to say that's so we're first just pretending world. pretending like there is a- They're saying that using the phrase trivializes the real problems faced by people everywhere. It's essential to approach topics mm. with so a global saying, perspective. Okay, so they're, saying, they're almost saying like you shouldn't say privilege. That's what I'm saying. That's what it sounds like you're saying. Don't, hey, don't trivialize don't people someone. of privilege's problems. Right. Don't say that someone's privileged based on oh, just that's that the only race one I like. or whatever. Don't you that's trivialize my like. problems because I'm a white man. Yeah, if they're arguing <laughs> with that. With money in a Lincoln. Don't you trivialize my problems. I don't know if that's what they meant These to do. These are big problems. They certainly did. Whether they meant to or not, that's what they did. They're saying right. that you shouldn't even say, hey, check your privilege. That's, that's what first right. world is used for. And then finally you're supposed to say, not supposed to say, sorry, that's not normal. Normal is subjective. Oh, you just said that. Yep. Normal is subjective. Using the phrase can alienate or invalidate someone's experience or choices. Now, I don't know if they're talking about people looking normal, which I get. Mm, that oh, that sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Boy, that person doesn't look normal. But... Uh, I guess what they're saying is, you know, if someone's talking about their experiences, you're not supposed to say, that's not normal. How is that? I, I don't know, Lazo. I don't get it at all. What's normal is subjective. Using the phrase can alienate or invalidate it's not that word subjective. Again, someone's experience or choices. Normal as a word isn't subjective. I wouldn't think so because you're saying it's something like against typical, the norm. expected. So right. if you're like, hey, you never guessed what happened to me last night. And I'm like, meh, that's not normal. Yeah, that's and you're like, yo. Rare. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. I'd be like, well, you maybe, you're like, that lemon party that you tried to make me go to was not normal, That's Slim. Not normal. Right, exactly. It wasn't normal. It wasn't a normal No one's going to disagree. Was that happens a lot less now, there than may it be, happens. There may be a group of people who would say, like, no, that's totally normal. I go normal. to lemon parties all the time. It's right. not normal for us. No. It's not normal for us. It's the only time I've ever done that. And it's not and normal. It's not a normal thing. It was outside of the ordinary. It was outside of the expected. Outside of the expected, and it's something right. that has happened. And it was not normal. And by the way, me saying that was not normal uh, is not meant for me to offend you. Now, when I left your lemon party, because I didn't want to wear the plastic pants, uh, when you yelled at me, man up. Mm-hmm. That, on the other hand, uh, was not okay. Yes, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. You said, that. man up, you it don't have a, a home, which a, is also not okay. Uh, 
I was temporarily housing. You didn't have a home. You kept saying you were going home. You didn't have a home. That's all I was trying to point out. But you're just, the, that's not normal thing. It's supposed to be, I guess, experiences or choices. To me, a lemon party counts as an experience. So and a choice. The fact that you're saying you made one to stay lemon, and I made one to leave, so it's clearly a choice. Well, my choice to, to go right would be a, a choice, but the lemon party itself would be an, an experience, and I think that it's perfectly reasonable to say that that lemon party was not normal. It was not normal. Not in our lives, at least. It no. was not normal. And. Well, I don't know exactly what is normal sometimes sure, for you, but it was sure, not normal for me. Sure. I mean, I, now, if, you, if you say it wasn't normal for you, right. then I have to take your you word for it. You just have to trust me. But I think we can all know that was not normal for me because I'm the one who actually left. Yes. If it was normal for me, I wouldn't have left. Fair enough. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. All right. We're doom scrolling. So the uh, the the war in Israel, I mean, they're calling it the, the war in Israel. It seems they like a war to me. So they Israel, did declare war? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, they talked about this yesterday, what a huge problem it is not having a, a Speaker of the House because... They need a speaker of the House if they're going. If Congress is going to pass some resolutions to send aid to Israel, I don't understand how any of this works. Obviously, yesterday we said, why don't they just get an interim speaker so they can get some of the stuff done? And then I found out they do have an interim speaker, but the interim speaker doesn't have, I guess, the power to do the stuff that a speaker does. So they're acting like they still don't have the ability to send the aid that they need to send without a speaker. That they need to rush to try and get a speaker of the house. The war is adding a whole new dimension and urgency to the race for House Speaker. Without a leader, the lower chamber is effectively paralyzed, and that means the House can't pass emergency military aid for Israel. The interim speaker, Representative Patrick McHenry, did participate in an unclassified conference call on the Israel-Israel-Hamas conflict Sunday night. But until President Biden grants McHenry clearance, he won't be able to receive the classified briefings that are scheduled for this week. Now, House Republicans met last night, and it's still unclear if there's a path forward that emerged from the meeting. But there did seem to be consensus that a speaker needs to be selected quickly. I don't know what quickly means if they expect that maybe they could even get it done in this week. I, I right. really don't know. I know that they've talked about the candidates, and they did mention that uh, – is it Scalise? Scalise? What is it? Steve Scalise. Scalise, right? Yeah, they okay. say it's not going to be they, him. Oh, they say it's not him now? Well, just because they said people would be worried about his health. He has some sort of health concerns, and if it wasn't he's for health cancer, concerns, yeah, he's got a, he would be a shoe-in. So they're saying okay. that other guy who tried to do the coup. Uh, uh, Jordan. Jeff, Jordan. Jim Jordan. I saw his name on yeah. there, too. Okay. Uh, well, the, the thing that I don't understand is they say Congress can't do anything to help Israel. They're paralyzed. But they are sending stuff because I guess maybe – is the military a separate thing? Biden can send that stuff? Or how does that work? Because they talked about I mean, the, Biden can basically go to war as long as he doesn't right? call a war, right? He just, can't he just calls it a war. conflict. And, and they do that without Congress all the time. So I assume that that's how this stuff is getting sent because there are warships going over there. You mentioned yesterday the USS Gerald R. Ford. The Gerald Ford is headed over there right now. It's a huge warship with a mm-hmm. bunch of – I mean, it's loaded. Character. The deck is loaded with fighter jets when they showed it on the news. And it's not the only one. There's a bunch of – uh, Navy presence headed that way. Some of it's already over. Well, it's, there, like a, it's a carrier and more group. Of it. Yeah. Okay. So it's so all. So ca- each carrier has its own group. Okay. And it has a group of ships that travel with it. Okay. And so that's the Gerald R. Ford carrier group is going. So it'll have like I don't know frigates and destroyers and uh, other ships that go with it. 
And that's a carrier group. And they said there were some already over there. There's more coming now. Uh, it's just sure a station. That's what I would assume is that there's some over there all the, the time. The U.S. is now surging supplies, weapons, and air defenses to Israel. The massive aircraft carrier USS Gerald Ford, packed with fighter jets, is being deployed off the coast of Israel with additional warships also in the Mediterranean. All of them there as a deterrence to Iran and its proxies, especially the Lebanon-based Hezbollah which, like Hamas, the U.S. has designated a terrorist organization. I saw Biden earlier today confirmed that some of the hostages taken are American hostages and called the acts of Hamas sheer evil. Now, what Snowcone and I were talking about earlier is that last night, as these attacks on Gaza were about to happen, they were saying that Hamas had said, look, we've got these hostages. And hold on, I actually pulled up what they said here. Because they said, if you attack, and we said the thing about warning, They said, uh, if Israel's military bombs civilian targets in Gaza without warning. Now, they'd also I also heard them say last night that if any if a single civilian died was one of the quotes that they said, last night. if a single civilian dies due to an attack in Gaza, that they would start killing uh, hostages for each attack. They would kill a hostage on video and put put it on the Internet. So, I mean, you just you hear that. And I mean, it's war, but it's. Awful. I mean, like, it's clear, just, obviously, the, the Geneva Convention is not being followed, No, no, no. Right? No, it's not. I mean, you, you can't attack Gaza without killing civilians. Every time they mention Gaza, they can't help but mention that it's one of the most right. densely populated places on Earth. There's nothing. If you're going to th- throw a rocket over there, uh, it's going to kill someone. It's probably going to kill several people. And, of course, a lot of people look like they've already been killed. I, I'm guessing you guys, if you watch the news, you saw these buildings that are just rubble, and you see people searching for... Uh, Survivors. I saw this morning a video of a rescue attempt at this, I think, apartment complex that was on the ground. And the guy's screaming, are there any survivors, any survivors? And they hear something, and they end up, I don't know if they're the fire department or what they were, but they end up coming out of this building with a six-month-old baby that was alive. So this baby is breathing. It's alive. Of course, its, it's parents, I pr- presume, are dead. And this somehow this six-month-old survived in this rubble, and they put an oxygen mask on it and took it away. But there's definitely civilians getting hurt and killed currently. And I would assume right. it's going to continue to happen because Israel has said that there will be more to this retaliation and everything right, I so see from within the last hour. It's the strongest thing that they've ever seen. I saw yeah. 100,000 troops on the border. Yeah, well, they and they called up 300,000 reservists. I saw some, They moved some of them to the other side. I saw they said... To the north? Yesterday... Uh, My geography's bad, but... Someone said on TV, I think it was on CNN, they said they drafted 300,000 reservists. I'm like, you don't... You don't draft reservists, right? That's not the same thing as a draft. I mean, I guess maybe it is. I was like, you call I don't know up how their army you works. Call up reservists. Well, maybe then later you on, you sign up for the forces and you're part of a reserve. You just haven't done anything. Well, yet. Israel's uh, service is mandatory, right? Right. So oh, they yeah. could just be yeah. signed up and have never done anything before. So right. call, they're calling, right? But it's mandatory. Yeah, but service. isn't that what reservists kind of do? No, because reservists are signed up. Yeah, and they do stuff. Oh, like the once a month, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Now, reservists for here is like once a month. Now, reservists went, when I was in Desert Storm, we had reservists on our ship. They said, now, this is what you train for. Now you're going, and you have to go. But I felt like when they said that, they meant, we have so 300,000 guys who have mandatory service. They haven't done anything yet. We're bringing them in. They're about to do something. So maybe as a reservist there, maybe it means, yeah, either that they could be calling reservists just people who are of age and haven't yeah, done anything exactly. yet or in that age And they use bracket. the word draft because you're coming. Yeah, but only one person said draft. After that, I just kept hearing the other people refer to it as they've called up 300,000 reservists. So I thought, well, it's just one of those things I'd never thought about before, but in my mind, a draft meant that 
your number came up and you had not signed up to be in the military in any capacity up to that point. You were, or at least you weren't in it in any capacity at that point, And you got called up to go to war. But it is obviously different in Israel. Like you said, Snow Cone, there's mandatory service there. So 300,000 is a lot of people to call up, whether they drafted them or called them up from the reserves. And, of course, they had other people. They have a military that was already ready to go. And I don't know what those numbers are, but you were talking about the, the troops that they had on the border. I heard a lot of talk about that. It sounded to me like those troops were part of the active military who were there ready to go and that they're calling up. As of yesterday, they'd called up the 300,000 reservists, and I assume they're going to get them you know, suited up and ready to go as soon as possible. Um, well, okay, so I just looked it up. It basically, it is what we were talking about. And in reserve duty, um, so apparently you have to complete military training. Okay. When, you, I guess, when you turn a certain age or whatever. And then you go back. You are then a reservist. So in reserve duty, so that Israel really residents like that. who have completed military service are assigned to the Israeli Defense Force Military Reserve Force, and they're used for reinforcements during war. So they've been. So it looks like they they went to military boot camp, yeah. and then they go back to the regular life. And if there's an emergency, we can call you. Then they get called up. So that is that's that draft fits, especially in yeah. the American vernacular. Because it's different because, than a reservist here yeah. who's an active duty reservist and signed up with someone and is getting paid by the way. Because if you're right, a reservist, and they go every weekend a month. Exactly. Right, this is different. It sounds to me like these people sounds are like this is different. They did boot camp, and now they're like, hey, you're coming. And a lot of them possibly never had any desire to be in the military. Uh, we have a all new Israelis under the age of forty are in the reserves. Who served in the IDF unless otherwise exempt are the- theoretically eligible for reserve duty. Okay, that to me sounds well, like a draft. Go. Yeah, that's anybody under forty. A uh, Robert Kennedy made a big announcement. He's running for president, and he originally wanted to run as a Democrat, but they were like, "Yeah, no thanks." So now he's running as an independent. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. The Democrats are frightened that I'm going to spoil the election for President Biden. Republicans are frightened that I'm going to spoil it for President Trump. I'm not sure either the one of us is really scared about that. They're both right. My intention is to is to spoil it for both of them. Also, I don't know, like. Uh, I can't get a, a read on him or his supporters, I guess, to know which side would he be more likely to spoil. When I think of anti-vax, I tend to think more right of center, right? right. I mean, don't you guys? That and that's, but well, I guess yeah. it didn't used to be. That's a COVID thing because if you think back to anti-vax autism pre-COVID, the moms who were against it, all that stuff. I think I definitely assumed that a lot of those people were. Left of center. I think they were like eat yeah. organic, health nuts, yes, right? And I, then I think a lot of them, they used to be, because we used to say that the anti-vaxxers were the liberal science deniers and the anti-climate change people were the Republican science deniers. Because we would say, well, there's science deniers on both sides because we've got anti-vaxxers and they're liberal. I don't know how the breakdown works. I also don't know who Robert Kennedy is appealing to specifically. I do think it's weird that I see, or I've seen two different Robert Kennedy Jr. bumper stickers on my drive home from work. I don't know where you get those. I mean, I'm sure you can go to his website. Hmm. But the fact that someone has put stickers on their car, what I'm very curious what they expect he would get in a general election. And then what are the rules to get on the ballot in each state? Do you have to have a, a federal uh, number? Is that what that is? Or is it just you have to have a certain number of people in the state who are reportedly? Because there's something you have to do to, to get on, on each. Ballot? Yeah, I mean, states I can have different have rules. Have, uh, 5%? 
Oh, five percent? I think it's five percent. To get on this to get maybe one percent, but there's a percentage yeah, that you have to have. Yeah, that's what I thought is that there's right. a percentage, but I didn't know what it was. And I thought maybe it was different for each state. Or that states could have different no, rules. It's a federal election. I know, but I thought states could have. Maybe. I don't know how it works. I don't know. But I, I, th- my question, I guess, would be: Will he be on the ballot nationwide? I mean, he is a Kennedy. I'm sure he can get some money or has some money. I wouldn't be totally shocked. There are third party candidates on that ticket. You usually see the Libertarian, libertarian and uh, what's the other one that you might see sometimes? I mean, they're not people that are talked about much. I would say already Robert Kennedy would be the most talked about third-party candidate of this election. But I just don't know. If you're talking about an election like we had last time, the popular vote went for Biden by what, like 7 or 8 million people? But when you look at those Mm, numbers, it it looks so close. And if you look at each state, Uh it's all about winning those states. I mean, how many votes did he win? We should know. 13,000. How many votes did he win by in Georgia? Right. Not a lot. 13,000. So someone like Kennedy could change that you're not talking about a lot of votes if it's if one state can make or break you yeah i mean you don't and that need a one lot. state is that close already yeah if then, you can take those thirteen thousand away in yeah. georgia that could make a difference and he could spoil it for someone the question is who would the he spoil is he it, do for? it for a lot of states not just one usually. right right well no and i'm not I mean, saying he's gonna win with florida is like the one example right? sure i'm not saying he's gonna win i'm saying could he spoil no, one yeah, state no, for I know, someone i know which could spoil the election for someone potentially but yeah but you really do need to spoil more than one state though i get it i get what you're saying like if you did arizona nevada georgia pennsylvania yeah and if you just t- I guess if you took the states that were the closest. We're not going to take the states. Huh? No, no, no. no you if don't he have could, to be. You need to spoil no, more No, you than just need one. to spoil. We're just saying spoil that, you know, what states would you have to spoil to spoil someone's run for president? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what they expect this guy to get in a general election. I don't know what his popularity rating Bama is Bama Plaza. I don't, think, I don't think either side's very worried. N- no. no, I wouldn't think so. I really wouldn't. No, I mean, no one cares. There was a time when maybe if you said, hey, Robert Kennedy is going to run for president as an independent. And he said it's going to happen in, in 2024. <laughs> right. Well, I think even sometime in the 2000s, you'd be like, oh, that would probably be bad for the Democrats, I guess. Sure. But I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know that Robert Kennedy has ever been taken real seriously. As a, as a, it would be bad for America. As a political yeah, candidate. Yeah, the Kennedys so, don't like him. Right. He's kind of uh, a black sheep, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. All right. Well, he's got my vote. we got to take a break. We and do. we'll come back, finish Doom Scrolling in just a minute. The Church Shot Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. All right. We're finishing doom scrolling here. Uh, TikTok. Your kids use TikTok. Well, there's good news because they've now rolled out mental health features. So when your kids search for something like depression or, I don't know, loneliness... I don't know exactly what all the keywords are, but there's a bunch of keywords, and if they look at uh, videos about this stuff, they'll still get the video results, but they're also going to get links to specialists in their areas. When people are searching for certain topics in TikTok, they'll now be connected to trusted resources right from the experts. Now, when people search for words like depression, anxiety, or trauma, in addition to videos from creators, they'll be guided to information from the National Institute of Mental Health and the Cleveland Clinic. Earlier this year, the Surgeon General said that while social media can have benefits, it can also pose risks like negative body image, sleep difficulties, and depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so now they've done something about it, you'll be able to find help. Lazo, I know you're a baseball fan. Hell of a game last night. Oh, yeah. Hell of a game. Uh, You hate the Braves, though. I do. But you have to admit, it reminded me a little bit of that old Royals run. I mean, maybe not quite as bad. I think the Royals were down in that Astros game 
Maybe six oh, yeah, runs. Yeah, when yeah, down six exactly runs when Moose got up there and started talking. But still, overcoming a, a four-run deficit is always impressive. If you're down four, you start to think, eh. By that it's point in the game, you're like, eh, I don't know that we got this one. But uh, that was quite a play at the end of the game. He deals a 2-2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps. And he makes the catch. It's a good catch. He doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw to first. It's it was great. It was, it was quite an ending to a game. Yeah. If you're a baseball fan at all, even if not big enough to necessarily be watching that game, it was a, a highlight worth watching. This is horrifying. This, this uh, family was on the local news talking about uh, a birthday party. They wanted to warn other parents about the risks of balloons at parties and at birthday parties because their daughter died playing with a, a birthday balloon, a Mylar balloon. And what? I couldn't figure out when they said that the kid died. I saw the headline. I I expected to see that she choked on it or something, right? Like maybe she yeah. choked on a balloon. Then they said something about the the mom said that she left the room for just a, a couple of minutes, came back, and her daughter was on the ground, face first, unconscious, and I, and that the balloon was over her head. And I thought, oh, she suffocated with the balloon over her head somehow. How did that happen? But they're saying it was the helium, and I know that helium can kill you because people do. Yeah, people do it to kill themselves, and when you, that, oh right, 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 yeah, the weather that, guy from here, and the, yeah, that's that what he did. that uh, that um, suicide group. I don't remember what they're called, but they there was that documentary about them, and they have that suicide kit or whatever. Yeah, so people right. who are pro right to die, very commonly. Yeah, that they then the kit includes. I guess I don't think it includes the actual stuff you need. It's mostly instructions because they're not supposed to send you that stuff. Right. Most states. Uh, that's not legal, but I've definitely heard of it. But what a weird thing. I've never heard of it being a risk for kids. Like, how did she get overhead and it still had helium in it? I don't understand. Eight-year-old Jaina insisted she helped plan the Star Wars-themed bash at their Portland, Oregon home, which meant lots of balloons, loved ones explain. After the party, she kept two Mylar balloons for her and her younger brother to play with. Her dad said 30 minutes later, he found the balloon over her head. Jaina's parents believe she was trying to make her brother laugh. They say the combination of a tired child and inhaling helium with no oxygen caused her to fall asleep with the balloon over her head. So hold on. Is she inhaling the helium like you do? You're sucking the helium out of a balloon and making your voice change, and that's how you're trying to make your brother laugh. Or are you saying that when the balloon got over her head, she inhaled helium? How would you... Well, how would you get a mylar balloon over your head without a mylar balloon? Is it must be big, like the foil things, right? I would just think if you rip that thing open to get it over your head, then all the helium would come out of it. I don't understand it. I I don't get it. But they're saying that they think that she inhaled helium. So maybe it was from her inhaling helium out of the balloon to make her brother laugh by changing her voice. I know that that was not allowed in my house. My mom was really, really adamant about that. You could not do the helium trick. I remember seeing it on TV. Or in movies, and I wanted to try it, and my mom would tell me, anytime it was on TV, don't ever do that. I was never clear why, because when I got to school, I remember seeing kids do it at some sort of pizza party, something where there was of balloons, course. and the teachers weren't telling them to stop. A the kids were raising their voice. A inch rainbow Mylar balloon inflated with helium. Did your parents tell you not to do the helium trick? No. I've, it seemed like it was mostly loud. My mom was totally against it, said that it could kill you. And so it's one of those things that I just thought, Later on, as I got older, like I think she was. So wrong she was about able that. to fit the balloon over her head. Yeah, and says, with the helium in it. Yeah, I would have never imagined that she would have been able to fit the balloon over her head. When I went to my bedroom, unaware of any dangers of this type of balloon, I fell asleep briefly when I woke up. So it was over her head. 
yeah, I just, I guess if she found a way to get this thing over her head and the helium. I, it was filled with helium, like, so yeah, she only breathed in helium. Right, the helium stayed in there. I mean, that's a suicide bag yeah. or whatever they call it. Suicide hood, I think, is what they call it. Anyway, I know that it's a way that people kill themselves because it's, like I said, that it's how that group recommends that people end their life. It's uh, yeah. A horrifying, horrifying thought to be a parent, and then I see stories like this all the time. I don't know how big that someone, thing is to get over her head, but the mom says she had no, uh, you know, she was never would have expected could, right? that it could happen. And it's one of those deals where the parent leaves the room for a minute. She's eight, by the way. She's not a she's not a baby. Right. At eight years old, I assume you leave your kid in the other room all the time. You're totally time. fine with it. I mean, yeah. that that's I would assume that starts at four, four. I don't know when do they start. Talking and walking, I guess by the time they're really doing like three or four. At that age, but no, but I need to long, walk out of the room. Is well, she said she went to sleep. Oh, the mom said she fell asleep. Okay, the article I read, she said she just left the room for a couple of minutes. Gotcha. And then in that other thing, in that audio, the dad makes it sound like he's the one that found her, so I'm not totally clear on that whole situation. But still, the fact that she was able to get her over her head is pretty crazy. Some cops were fired for something that they did a few years ago. But I guess they've been fighting it for a long time. It's been under review for a long time. And they didn't want the video released for a long time. The cops tried to argue to the courts that the conversations that they, these two officers were having were private. But a judge ultimately said, no, these conversations weren't private. You'll know that this happened a while ago based on what these two cops got in trouble for doing. They were playing Pokemon Go on their phones. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And there was a call for backup. And they ignored the call for backup. Well, they had to catch them all. And then tried to lie to their superior about what they were doing, The LA Times reports it reveals the two officers were playing Pokemon Go while ignoring a call for backup at a robbery. The report says a disciplinary panel reviewed the video and unanimously decided the two officers violated department policy by failing to provide backup. I would think so. Yeah. Imagine if someone got hurt at that robbery. Right. And then you find out, like... You know, you're the the widow or whatever. Right, you're like, you're of the dead officer. Pokemon Go. Yeah, and you find out that these other cops were playing Pokemon Go, and they were the ones who were called there. It sounded to me like, you know, the video was taken at a gas station. It sounded to me like someone there maybe even overheard that there was a call for backup. I don't and know if the pedestrian, on. but certainly the superior officer, whoever it was, knew that they didn't respond to this call and then looked into it and then found this conversation and them talking about pokemon go there you can hear them talking in the car when they're driving down the road later and they're talking about how many points they have in pokemon go is that still a thing i don't think i see anyone playing pokemon go anymore i don't think so i mean how long did that last was it even a year it felt like it was a couple months yeah i remember seeing people out in the streets yes they were all over in parks they were everywhere okay i've heard of stalkers before i've never heard of a stalker situation like this okay for a few reasons one the woman doesn't know the guy. Okay, that happens sometimes. I guess a stranger can stalk you. But you're you know, kind of like, why? How did you find out about this woman? But then also for this to go on, it went on for four years. Okay, that's a long time to have a stalker and for the stalker not to be stopped. But the thing that makes this really unique is that the stalker was stalking her from the sky. He's a pilot, and he would fly over her house constantly. He would buzz the house. He would go down wow. long. He would drop stuff. He apparently at one point dropped tomatoes on the house that hit her car and landed in her yard. She said made craters in her yard. And it sounds like she'd been reporting this, that this guy was a stalker. This guy was trying to deny it, saying, no, 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 I'm just a pilot who's up there trying to get pictures for social media. A single-engine plane buzzes a house. The pilot is an alleged stalker from the air. Yep, that's him. He flew so low, it 
basically shook my house. Restaurant owner Cassandra Willis says she's been tormented by the pilot for four years. Wow. So you would hear it. It sounded like he was coming through the roof. So he typically does three to five circles he directly over my home. He even dropped tomatoes on your house? He dropped them on my Forerunner, and it was like craters all within the our yard. The pilot, 65-year-old Michael Arnold, claims he was just taking photos from high above to post on social media. That would be a weird thing to try and tell the police, hey, this this pilot, I think, is stalking me. Also, right. you wouldn't think that he's just bothering you. You'd think, what about your he's neighbors? 65. 65 years old, and he denied this. As they said, he said that the pictures were for social media. But then he also said, I didn't know this woman, never knew her. Well, the problem is when the cops arrested him, they looked at his phone, and he had pictures of her on his phone. I've never heard of anything like that. I don't know how you would know. I guess you could call the cops at some point or call someone. Who would you call? If there was a plane that kept flying over your house, I don't know if it was every day. It was often enough that she said this is his routine. He normally does four to five circles, and he does this. Who would you call? You call the police and say, hey, this airplane flies over my house a lot. And what do they do? Like where I live, I cannot imagine the police putting a rush on that and looking into it. And then – once you find the pilot, because they have to figure out, they're going to have to talk to the airports, talk Seems to like air traffic control. Right, but are they going to do it? They're going to say, what are you talking about? This pilot is stalking you. Who is it? I don't know. Because you don't know who the person is, right? You're saying, I don't know, but this plane flies over my house too much. Like, okay, so then eventually maybe they look into it, I guess, but and maybe that's why it took four years, because she's trying to tell why them. Why hey, didn't he like plane- her? It's not that he, he stalked her, but it wasn't like a love thing. I don't know. Right. He, he, there was no... That I read, love letters being sent to her, or hey, why won't you win me he over? Threatened her on a Facebook account. I didn't even see that he threatened. He used her. to threaten. I saw they'd been fighting about this. She knew who he was. That she figured out who he was, and that they were. I thought maybe there was some history of her restaurant. And was he? Is that what sparked this? Was he mad originally? He, he said, change, he "One of the Facebook posts was change your wicked ways, girl. Karma is a wonderful thing. Your daughter will be next. You will see them all pass before you." Yeah, but so, but I guess and maybe I just assumed this, but I thought that that was he was trying to pretend like he was angry at the accusations that he was stalking her, but maybe not. I was looking for where this started, but then when they said that they found his phone and he had pictures of her on his phone, I mean, I, as far as she was pictures? concerned, he was just a regular customer. One day he sent her an email. It was pictures of him tied up with naked women. Okay, well, there you go. Like 24 photos, and he was telling me to open my mind. Well, there you go. That's a regular stalker right there. So he met her at the restaurant, and he was in there. She sent a respectful Facebook message taking exception to the graphic photos, then she blocked him. Okay, so how did she figure out that he was the guy flying the The plane? The rejection appeared to have sparked an obsession. Yeah, I'm flaming over home. And why would he say he doesn't know her if he sent her these messages? I wonder what you do when you arrest someone like that. Do you take him straight to jail or do you go to a hospital? Oh, he did other stuff out? too. So she headed to work, walked her dog. He'd be sitting in his car and stuff. Oh, okay. So that's a full-fledged, full-on more, yeah. stalker. Yeah. Never had a stalker. Have you? No. Well, you, I mean, you had the letters at the house. That's not really a stalker. That's someone trying to scare you or mess with right. you. I, I had close. I, I don't want to say close. It's not close. But it was, you're getting that feeling of like, eh. I've made it pretty clear, and now I've made it clear a couple times. Now, and I, I mean, Lazo, I don't know how well you remember it, but at one point you and I were standing out front, and this person showed up and handed a cassette tape, a mixtape. And you I were like, dude, that at all. you don't remember that at all? It was a long time ago at the old building, and you were like, man, you've got to do something. I was like, I've tried. 
I've told this person, you know, like I, I'm not interested. And then the mixtape was weird enough. Like at that point, I was starting to get a little bit freaked out. But after that, there were a couple times where this person showed up at places. Actually, was already at places that I was headed to. I don't know how they knew that I was going to be there, but one of them was really weird because it was like a friends get together, and these people were not mutual friends at all. And I showed up, and this person was there, and I was like, well, "How did this person get here?" And my buddies like, "They said they know you." I'm like, "What do you mean?" They I don't remember this person. At that all. was that was. I mean, that was a lot. At that point, I was like, "I can't. You you have to ask this person to leave." What did I tell you to do? You told me that you got to be firm. You got to tell oh, this person I like, "No." Feel like I just told you to have sex with her. You did it first. Okay. At first, you did that for a long time, and then eventually, you're like, "Okay, dude, this is getting a little weird. You need okay. to be firm." Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. What's going on? I feel like there's something missing to that story, Snowcone. Yeah, tell us more. I, I mean, if and I'm not trying to in any way attack snow cone or go after snow cone here i believe that maybe he doesn't remember some of the details but we were talking about stalkers and i, I put that in air yeah, quotes I, because it's not I, really I stalkers. It a stalker it's not a stalker we're just talking about someone no. that maybe gave you a vibe of like oh this this person's yeah. persistent yeah persistent persistent i guess is a better yeah better word to use but you're you're telling me that this person left gifts yeah. and then like a letter that ended up in your mailbox at yeah, work it was like a it was like a you know like a note like you passed in high school you yeah. know, like folded up on notebook paper and she so she it was and like she, a two or three page note but i i can't remember any of the contents it was a long note yeah but i remember thinking it was really bizarre it seemed like like the contents of the, of, of the yeah. note were bizarre yeah hmm. okay i guess maybe that changes it a little bit if, i remember i didn't know like i don't think she signed it with like her name i don't know somehow i knew it was a girl but then she yeah, left that water bottle. Like the next day after the note, there was that. Remember that fish water bottle I had up here? Like the band fish, the green one. Yeah, or well, whatever it was. It was blue red. with the red donut. Yeah, I'm colorblind, whatever. It, but yeah. I do remember you pointed out that it was a fish bottle, and they left me. it on my car. Yeah, oh, it was on your car. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I mean, look again. Not a stalker, but really a little bit persistent. What happened? Well, so they leave she the gift on your car. I really no, they yeah. didn't work here. I, I he really don't here. remember like much of the details at all because it wasn't like a. I don't think it was like. How a did stalker. they get your bottle? No, it gave him the bottle they as a gift. Me to me. Oh, just as a gift? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I see. But I really don't remember much about it. And then and got, I, I wasn't ever like freaked out. It was just kind of weird. But because my my question about that story was, how could you not at least be curious to to meet the person or look the person up? But if I got a letter in my mailbox that was three pages long, and it, and well, it I remember out, they, then I might not. It be didn't interested. have their name because I remember thinking like I wanted to look this person up and like see who it was. But I remember there, I, I couldn't. There was there was a name son, but it was like a nickname or something. Like I wasn't able to figure out the real name. So hmm. you never had to. F- Find a way to probably soon. turn this person down. I honestly thought, you know, it could have been. That's what we always think. Yeah, we always think That's it's what we each always other. think. That girl that was that was catfishing, I mean, I can't say how many times I came up to you guys and said, I know it's one of you. Right. I know it's one of you guys. You kept saying, it's not us. Get over it. And I was like, it's, it's somebody. And you hate to do it. I mean, the Kevin, with the person who left a note at my home, I finally had to say to Slim, like, look, man. Right. If you're screwing around, it went fi- and if you it went too far, once. and now you're like, damn, I can't tell him. Just tell me, I'm not mad. Yeah, because you do think it could be your good friends messing with you. Yeah, you asked you're, me a you're actually times. hoping. Of course, like there's that a would part of me that told me, just tell me it's you, man. Yeah, and and you're, you know, it's like uh, you don't want to accuse anybody. But you're like, could you just tell me it's you? Right, and we know each other, so right. it's like the the jackass crew behind the scenes where they talk right. about how they're always on edge, waiting right, for something yeah. to happen. You kind of have a little bit of that working here, right. where it's like, all right, this would, you know, if they got me and they got me saying something good, right. then of course that would make good content, so I could totally see them doing that. And I mean, I think catfishing is 
a whole different thing than yes, shocking. They can, you know, there can be a bit of a Venn diagram there. But with the with the catfishing thing, I wasn't ever scared at all. I just was like, someone, this was so fake. And but I was intrigued by how they were faking some of this stuff because I was doing the thing. I was like, all right, if this is who you are in these pictures, then take a picture holding up a peace sign or whatever. And I would get a picture holding up a peace sign that I was like, it's kind of off looking. It's definitely off looking, but it's not so obviously photoshopped. But it might just be that it was a little bit blurry or whatever. Like I, I don't understand how this person's doing this. And I know how you guys because I. I don't know to this day. And the truth is, I asked this person so many times. I was like, look, okay, I, I know that you're not who you say you are. I, I, I just, I don't believe any of this. And it was, you know, a lot of like, okay, well, then fine, just forget it. And then that would, of course, pull me back in because I'm like, well, you know, what's the deal with so this, how you end up this finding thing? Out? So how I ended up finding out was, this is like something out of a movie. I was, I got the mail one day, and when I opened the mail... There was one of those um, value pack coupon things in there. I don't know that I've ever opened one of those things in, right. in years, right? I know that it's filled with coupons. It usually goes straight in the trash. For some reason, I sat on the couch and opened that value pack of coupons that day. And when I pulled it out, I started flipping through it. And one of the coupons had a picture of this girl. And not only was it a picture of this girl, it was one of the pictures she had sent me. Mm. So she was modeling for this company. Whatever it was they were selling, I think that they were selling like some sort of cleaning products. It was a coupon for something to involve the cleaning. But they had a model in this picture sitting in this clean home, and it was her, and it was one of the pictures. So I took a picture of that, sent it back to the profile, and said, aha, right? It's over. You cannot do this anymore. This person is a model. This, you know, Didn't this she is just say that's not a me? local thing. She No, she admitted to it. Oh, man, because I'd have been like, yeah, you caught me. I'm a right, model. I'm a model. Right. I mean, it was. Why wouldn't you just, that seems like a very simple I, thing. I totally expected her to. Oh, my I didn't God. I never to thought at all. this would show up. Of but course. yeah, that's me. I totally, I just thought she's going to say she's a model now. I knew mm-hmm. that's where I was headed. Like, yeah, I do some modeling for regional, whatever it right. is. You know, like, that's not actually a national campaign. Something like that. I just totally expected it. But she actually admitted to it. She was like, okay, I'm sorry. And went through the whole sob story you know i didn't think that you would talk i really like you i didn't think that you would talk to me if you knew what i looked like did you ever send you that whole thing Mm -hmm. and she's not very attractive you married her no now we're married (laughs) that's that's right and And that's how brooke and i met so (laughs) you know we can't wait till the grandkids that if we ever get around to having kids isn't that a funny story you know what's weird i felt you end it like that and it becomes a really cute romantic story yeah it does like a movie maybe yeah and that's what we met and it's been been in love ever since she thought i wouldn't be into her 50 years yeah could you believe she thought thought she was cuter than the model she didn't need to catfish me right yeah that would be actually a really really good story but you know one of the weird things about that is when she told me, I felt really bad for her. And my ex was like, why are you still talking to her? She's like, you don't have to say it's okay. Like, what she did was not okay. I'm like, I know, but I feel bad for her. Look at what she wrote. And my ex was like, oh, it's still, she was lying to you. You persistently right. asked her over and over. Like, you told her you thought that she was lying. I was like, yeah, but don't you feel bad for this person? She's like, no, you can't do that, which I understand. You can't do that. We've talked about, you know, yeah, you shouldn't do that, even when it comes to misleading pictures on dating profiles. Yeah, just for all the trouble. Giving her a ride? Like that kind of ride? Uh, Well, so uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it was a little creepy. This went on for a long time. Yeah, but, you know, she did put in a lot of effort. Yeah, but I don't think... she could do is make it pay off I think that might have given her the wrong impression. I'm afraid that if things had escalated from there, someone would say, well, you definitely gave her the wrong impression by sleeping with her. I mean, would you feel bad if you read that letter? 
I mean, you pretty much know what it says. I, I'm very uh, shy. I, do, I don't have any self-confidence. I know I'm unattractive, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, man. I know, I, I know, I know you say that. I, I really don't know. I think the combination of, of circumstances there, I don't think that you would have no. slept with her. There's no way. I can't imagine I wouldn't. And actually, I guess you probably wouldn't have felt bad for her. But Snowcone, you might have felt bad for her, right? You're a softie. Yeah. You can understand why I felt bad for her. Yeah, My could. ex was like, you are you crazy. You with her, right? No. No, he wouldn't have seen. He wouldn't even look up who was leaving him these notes in his locker. That's the thing that I find hard to because imagine. Because I couldn't. I know, I but that. if she was trying to contact you, if she was coming up to work and dropping stuff off, yeah, I, I there, told you I couldn't. There I had to have been an opportunity or a moment when they said so and so's. You've got a guest, and you're like, oh, it might be that girl. I'm not going We've, down there. We talked about it at the time. I don't remember it. There was so no saying, way for well, you to find her. No, I, I just could. No I could see snow cone. And she only saying, left one thing. That's it. One time. It was Two that things. note, and then the water bottle the next day, and then nothing else. No contact from her after. Not after. from what I remember. There could have well, been. You're but out I just there. Don't Send him an email. Yeah, if you're the fish He's water on Hinge. Person, yes. We'd like to get... Send him a picture of the water bottle. We'd like to turn this love story into a real story. Right. Yes. Now All these decided, years later. Yeah. Yeah, and you never had worked up the courage to come meet him. Like, do you think that she was purposely not putting her name on there because she didn't want you looking her up? Was it like a secret admirer type thing? I mean, she I asked him to meet. I mean, why would you not put your name on there? I don't know. I thought maybe that she had come up to work and they'd said, hey, you've got a guest. And you're like, I'm not going down there because this is that person who left the water bottle. She, when that. she left the water bottle on your car, was there a note with the water bottle? Um, How else would you have known it was from her? Yeah, there was something. I can't remember what it was, though. But it was, I somehow knew it was from that person, but I can't remember what it was. Well, I guess at least it wasn't like lipstick on your windows that says I love you or whatever. That would be... Again, Lazo's shaking his head Maybe like, it sounds like the beginning of a love story to me. <laughs> right, so what are you guys talking yeah. about? The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. We were just talking about accents because we were talking about people faking accents. And you may be confusing that story of my admirer faking an accent at some point with my friend who's wife was looking for a friend and met that friend on Craigslist. Right. And then and she was British and they were like best friends for like three or four years and then found out later that she wasn't British and she was just doing this accent around us. I wonder I'm not psychiatry fascinates me. I'm curious what is that? Is that just some sort of insecurity? I mean, look, we're all insecure and some people can be more insecure than others. But to fake an accent and then to keep it going that long, it seems like another diagnosable issue there. It's it's I'm bizarre. not sure what it is. I don't know either. But if you were friends with someone and you really liked them and got along great and everything was awesome and you found out four years into your friendship that they'd been faking this accent, is that it? There's It's, it's completely irreparable. We cannot... Continue this yeah. friendship. I, I understand why she did because she said it was over. Like I'm not talking to that girl ever again. But I mean, they really got along well. They were like best friends. They were. I guess unless so she close. told me why she did it. Yeah, but what I mean, if there could was you some sort of say? Re- I don't yeah, know. Maybe I'm really insecure, and I could. I thought maybe that would make me interesting to people that I met online. Well, I mean, there could be a myriad reasons. You know, right. uh, you know. But if that was the reason you gave, I have like, a stalker. I. Well, okay. And I moved like, here, like right. I mean, and by the way, I don't know that I would believe it, but you know, I'm there's trying to lay low, yeah, like the witness protection. Program. Right. Like, speaking of uh, accents, I saw this today. They, it's another one of these uh, polls about you know accents. I guess what's the most confident sounding accent? What's the funniest accent? What's the smartest? So see if you can guess these. Uh, what do you think? I'll start at the bottom and go with funniest. The funniest accent. I don't know if you're allowed to say that an accent's funny anymore. 
But what's the funniest accent in the world? It's, I don't think Southern. you would guess it. It's not just the United States. These can be accents from other right. countries, too. They, Southern draw? They say Canadian. They're the funniest. I oh, guess they're okay. thinking like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right? I, okay. That, that's more like, is it funny or is it they sound like they're nice, fun people? I guess it's Mar sort of funny, whatever. The most romantic, uh, most romantic and seductive. French. Of course. French. And what followed it up there? Um, Italian. Scottish. Uh, Scottish is yeah, I'm seductive? Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I figured like an Italian accent would yeah. be next, but... Spanish. Yeah, some sort of Spanish. Anyway, uh, they go French. That makes sense. The smartest sounding, I know what this English. is English. British, but can you guess yeah. what second is? They always say that Americans uh, believe people who, who have an English or British accent. Sure. And they're more trustworthy, and we assume that they're smarter. Yeah, because they speak so, the king's English. Yeah, so I've heard that many times before, but I never would have guessed what is second. Because they say it's German. And I, you know, I yeah, guess. Okay. Yeah, like if you're doing that kind of. They sound of aggressive and East smart. East German accent. Yeah, like yeah. they do on the movies. Or like is the, you sound like um, yeah, uh, an engineer or something, right? Yeah. Or a scientist, maybe. I don't know. The most annoying accent. And they, and they do include the regional accents from the United States. New York. So which one bothers you the most? East New Coast. York was second. Very close. Boston was first. Oh, yeah. doesn't bother me. No, me neither. I, I think it's kind of like cool. It. I kind of like the New York accent, too. Now, yeah, maybe too. if I live there, I don't know. I watch a true crime show called New York Homicide, and everyone's got the real thick New York accent. And I always think, man, I'm, I'm envious, honestly. I don't have – I've got what they call the Midwest. There's a term for it. It's what they try and use in – Movies and stuff where yeah, they don't want an accent, normal. right? Yeah, right. So it's it's basically accentless in the when United you say States. Grandpa. Yeah. So and that, that bums me out. That really bums me out. Well, now I do the New York horror. You know, that's what I have to do because apparently I can't say horror properly. I like the New York accent. I like the Boston accent. I don't know. I mean, I guess if someone was overdoing it, that could be annoying. If they if you thought this person's really trying to play up the New York thing, but otherwise, I think it sounds cool. I've always wondered too if you grow up in New York and Long Island or whatever, or the Bronx, or if you grow up in Boston, in those parts of Boston where the accents are, are prominent, do you make a conscious decision at some point to continue the accent? I always think of an accent as like, no, it's how you talk. It's an unconscious yeah. thing. But then you hear of like these celebrities, like Joe Rogan's from Boston. He's like, I caught myself a couple times. When yeah, I heard I my voice, there, and I was like, have to, dude, because you're, now you're here is differently. Well, he's, yeah, he said he heard his own voice and realized uh, from like a stand up, you know, he was taping himself, I guess, and heard his own voice. He's like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that. that I had a yeah, Boston I gotta accent. Make a conscious I gotta, I gotta lose that. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. It, it, maybe it is one of those things like in that moment, but I don't have an accent, so I don't know. But in New York or Boston, Boston's a lot smaller. In New York, it feels like that accent is so prominent. And yeah, I don't think areas, you would think you need to change it until you left. There. Yeah, and it's also not as. I don't think the New York accent is as. Thick it gives us, it gives as the a, Boston. There's a feel right? to it, though. Yeah, it definitely does. Right. But the Boston thing does feel a little bit stronger. I don't know. To New, the New York thing, it just it sounds cool. To me, it also sounds like you're talking about a city of 8 million people where I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a high percentage of people who are not actually from there, who've moved there, right? Or yeah. certainly their parents aren't from there. Maybe they're you know one generation right, sure. there. So to me, when you have that accent, it says, I'm a New Yorker through and through. I don't know through. how many. You know, you say that. That's an interesting thing. How many New York City residents are actually... Like from there. from there, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure Probably it's the, the, the majority, I guess, but it's certainly a city with a lot of transplants and at least 
a lot of recent transplants. Because if your parents don't have that accent at home, then that's going to dictate whether or not you have it too, at least to some extent, I would think. Because the accent you hear at home, that's when you're learning how to talk, right? So you're hearing your parents' accent if they don't have it. But the New York thing I think is cool. I don't think it's annoying. They say it's annoying. Uh, Boston, more annoying though. Now, the accent that we find least sexy, the opposite of French. If you're going to seduce someone, you should not have a New York accent. They say it's the least sexy. Okay. I could see that. Okay, I'll go with you. Maybe it's the least sexy. But I also don't think that it's annoying. So I'm going to argue with the annoying thing. And then the sexiest accent in the world, I just assumed it would either be French or British. Because I hear girls say, I love a man with a British accent. We all know that French, they're supposed to be the romancers, right? Right. In the movies, Pepe Le Pew, they're always romancing. So I would have gone with one of those. It's neither of those. Hmm. It's Australian. Okay. I mean, it's... Similar, I guess. I've never heard that before, though. But they've got Australian and then Scottish, English at third, then Irish, and then French is fifth out of those. So, I don't know. What accent's your sexiest? What do you think's the sexiest accent? I don't like... I understand why women like... I like women in a, with a accent. good southern draw. Southern draw, exactly. Yeah, but I, like I, I don't like the British accent. I like it, but I don't find it sexy from a woman. She sounds... It sounds, you know... Like I'm in trouble, like the queen, like uh, like you're the teacher at school. I don't know. That's how you've been portrayed in movies. Sounds I, like they're, they're an authority figure for sure. for sure. I don't mind that sometimes when looking at depending porno. on your thing. Right, that might be a turn on. I sure. don't know, but I it's weird because women say British accent is so sexy. It makes sense, but you got James Bond, right? I don't know. It, it, you've got those things to associate with that accent. For me, when I hear a British accent on a woman, it sounds like she's my teacher or. Right. Yeah, she's the queen or whatever. I don't know. A southern accent, it's got to be it's kind of specific. Although I kind of like all southern accents, but there's a very specific one in the Carolinas there. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I like that a lot. The uh the Murdochs watching all those documentary yeah, episodes on Netflix boy. about that, all those people with that South Carolina, North Carolina accent. I don't know which state specifically I've experienced, I think, more North Carolina. I don't know if they can tell the difference, if I can tell the difference between South and North, but I'll just go with Carolinas as being the place. I'm with you. That's the place. Although Southern accents I like, but those that's the one. There's something unique to it. Yep. It's like a, it's almost like a, an American British in a way. There's something going on there. I don't know how to describe it, but there's just, it's different hmm. to me than a rural Louisiana Southern accent. They're both considered, oh, yeah, for sure. They're both considered Southern accents, but they're so they different They sound to me. more like debutantes. Exactly. It sounds posh and like your family comes from wealth, you know? I don't know. There was a show, there was some reality show that you and I used to watch that was South Carolinians or North Carolinians, I don't remember which, and we really liked the accents on that. Snowcone, hmm. yours? You got a, an accent that gets you going? Um, no, I, I, I like Southern too, I guess, but... I don't have a huge preference either way. Yeah, me neither. I mean, just any accent, is there, honestly. Is there any one, accent's hot to me. You're not saying, so there's no accent that turns you off? No. No, okay. I mean, I, I don't like, I don't know if you'd call it like the Valley Girl accent. I mean, but it wouldn't turn me oh, off. Oh, like the, uh, the 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 Michigan one. What about the... Oh, that bothers What's me. that thing yeah. called? That kind of bothers me. But it wouldn't turn you off enough to like, you know, not well, no, sleep with a person. Well, no, few things would, but I guess That's what we're thing. just saying, is it a turn off? Yes, it is kind of a turn off. I think the Valley, the ones that you always... It's a turn down. They end every sentence turn with... Turn lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's just annoying. I wish I had a clip of that girl that was testifying with Rudy Giuliani because hers was so 
strong. And I hear but do you call I hear that an accent? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Outside of Detroit accent. It's absolutely. not everywhere. Oh, like Southern California Valley. Yes. Is that an accent? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I would, I, I'm with you. That's, that's most annoying. The Church of Laszlo. All right, King. We're done? Yep. I guess that's uh, that was a good that's show, a buddy. That's that. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Hey, uh, we never mentioned it, but uh, the Raiders won last night. I don't know if that means anything. They, but they beat the Patriots. Jordan Love, horrible. Yeah, so Ooh. that's got to make you happy because you don't like the Packers, right? I ran into a guy at Quick Trip today who listens to the show and loves it, and I said I'd give him a shout-out. So, what's, what's his up? name? Walter. Good show, Walter. Walter. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.